Discerning Hearts presents In Search of the Still Point with Dr. Regis Martin. In Episode 2, Dr. Martin reflects on love and forgiveness. The Bible tells us that we must both love our neighbor and our enemies. And because the two are very often the same person, it can sometimes get a bit sticky. For instance, if your neighbor is the guy who routinely bullies you at school or the office, how exactly does that work? Are you really expected to love him, much less forgive him? Or Adolf Hitler, who is everyone's whipping post? Surely we're not expected to love or forgive him. If a nation to be loved must first be lovely, as Edmund Burke reminds us, how is it any different in the case of unlovely people? Of course, if love is nothing more than soft soap and sentimentality, then of course there's no problem. A play-acting love that will never confront the wrongdoer for the wrong that he's done is a failure of love that leaves the job undone. God and the literary artist, we are told by Jacques Maritain, have this much in common, that while they love their creations, they judge them without sentimentality. And what is the job of love but to promote the real and permanent good of the other, which cannot happen if you are unwilling to face the truth about his behavior, which is no better than, quote, a senile benevolence, to cite the example C.S. Lewis uses to describe the rich relative who tosses money at his poor nephew because he really can't bear to be with him, who will not give the one thing that truly matters, which is the gift of himself. In the light of truth, that is, which is what happens when people take one another seriously. The terrifying compliment, which is how God treats us, says Lewis, taking with utmost seriousness the choices we make. They carry an ultimacy that propels us in only one of two directions, heaven or hell. But surely the matter of love and forgiveness becomes especially challenging when we regard the other as somehow undeserving of it. The predatory priest who took advantage of our trust to ravage the innocent, or the drug dealer who traffics in human destruction, or maybe just the politician who changes his mind as often as his suit. Are we really expected to love these people? Only in Christ is it possible to love the unlovely. And in the witness of St. Maria Goretti, for example, who forgave her assailant even as he was stabbing her to death, we see an amazing application of the principle. On the centenary of her death in 2002, Pope St. John Paul II, in describing the testimony of her last hours, reflected on its, quote, extraordinary relevance in our time. Not only did she forgive him, going so far as to hope that they might someday meet in heaven, but it proved to be a catalytic event. 
the mother's forgiveness at his trial, the murderer's own conversion while in prison, culminating in the two standing together in the square of St. Peter as her daughter is being raised to the altar as a saint. Divine indulgence for human shortcomings is, declared the Pope, a demanding model of behavior for all believers. But you know, it isn't impossible for those of us who try to cleave to Christ, who, we must remember, forgave the shortcomings of all of us. Thank you. You've been listening to Dr. Regis Martin in Search of the Still Point. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many other streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com.